Transition Awareness Breathing. Feeling grounded for both children and parents is essential for healthy living and learning. Join Eartha Powell on this series for tips and tools for creating a harmonious environment for learning. Transition Awareness Breathing will help you and your child find an individualized path to tackle change, promote lifelong learning, and discover new approaches to calmness. Have you ever been in a situation where there is so much going on that you just ask yourself, if I get one more thing on my plate, that's it. I have reached my limit. Have you ever thought like that? I think a lot of people may be thinking like that right now. And so, what can we say? We are not alone. And so, today, let's take a few moments to talk about what we can do using transition awareness breathing to help us use the skills to deal with things on our full plate. Welcome to Transition Awareness Podcast. This is Eartha. Let's get started. But before we do, I would like to thank Web Talk Radio for giving me a platform to bring Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast to you. And I would also like to thank my producers, Mary Lou and Sam, for making Transition Awareness Podcast available to you wherever you are at. Now, let's talk about anxiety. If we had to put a name to some of the feelings that we may be experiencing, um, I think a good term would be anxiety, nervousness, fed up, um, angry, sad, can't take another thing, can't deal with it. Those kind of words. How are you feeling when you're experiencing these things is another thing we need to pay attention to. Are you feeling confused or angry short-tempered, can't sleep. How much are you spending as far as your time keeping up with Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, <laughs> Facebook, <laughs> everything? Why, why, why do I know all those names? Because I'm doing the same thing, right? Okay, so, but sometimes, you know what? You know, we've been together for a a few weeks now and and I've just had enough. I've I really have to filter the intake. I at first I thought I was going to be missing something. But I think what I'm missing is time for myself. And so I I just have to and I suggest to you to kind of put the filters on. S- slow down on the social media. Believe me, you probably will not miss anything. And if you do, don't worry. They're going to repeat it about four or five times. So instead of, you know, let's over 
getting overwhelmed with all the social media intake. Let's see how we can calm ourselves down from the inside. Anxiety. Sometimes when we feel like we have no control over what's going on, our body responds and that that feeling of either we want to fight, we want to flee, or we just freeze. And everybody responds differently. You know, I'm okay, I'm going to refer back to the social media, the you know, the part I told you to take a break from. But let's use that as a training platform. When we see a lot of, I mean, there are so much stuff on there. Um, but when we see people and a change or a event has occurred, what is going on? What's, what's the common thing that you see that's going on? Maybe people are shouting, uh, cursing, um, using all kinds of different finger motions, and sadly using weapons and so what i i come i have come to the conclusion that people are not using their words we're not taking a chance to stop take a breath and think about what we want to say if we try to respond in an anxious um, demeanor, in an anxious way, we usually don't say the things that are the best or our actions are not the best. But when we can take a moment and kind of think about what we're going to say, we can get things in perspective. It's, it's like the old saying, you know, when you're writing an a, uh, email or a text and you're you're angry or anxious, don't send the text. Type it out, but don't send it. We need a way to vent. When something is occurring that is a life-changing event, and we have multiple life-changing events going on at one time, and that's adding to public stress. That's, you know, this is my opinion and my observation, and so... Many people have different um, opinions and different observations because we live in a world that is not two-dimensional. We live in a world that's multi-dimensional. We live in a world that has multi-generations. And each generation sees events from their perspective. Did you know that we have seven generations living at this time we have let me see if I can um, recall them the GI generation the traditional generation the boomer generation the Xers generation um, the Y generation and the 
Z generation and the new generation that is up and coming is called the alpha generation. Seven generations. The oldest alpha generation is about eight to nine years old. So that generation is witnessing all the events, the stress, the trauma that is going on. How do you think that is going to process in that up-and-coming generation? We can help. We all can come together and find a common goal. And I think one of our common goals should be to recognize the things that we can change and the things that we can't change we look around in our our own world and see how we can impact how we can change that part of our world if it's us at our home at our work what part can we do different to contribute to calmness because when we can change a little bit about what we do and what we can control within ourselves, that makes a big impact on how our actions affect the world. Yes, we have to say some things that's occurring may not be fair or it's not within my value system. It's not, the, it's not right. <laughs> what? we have to come back to is what can we do that is positive how does a child feel field when a parent or relatives tell that child they have done something marvelous that child gets excited and that child feeds off of the positive vibrations and the love and the compassion and then that child will repeat that behavior because they thrive off of the love and the compassion we too as adults grown-ups teenagers thrive off of compassion off of love and humanity how can we change our part of our world when we recognize something is kind of stirring to us pay attention to how your your body's responding that's the first step really it is take it take it from me I I promise you as a nurse my <clears throat> excuse me my clinical um, specialty when I was working in the units was labor and delivery and you really do have to work at how you react to different stressors because if you allow the stressors to take over your mind and your actions you will make a mistake or you won't do things in the best judgment so the first thing to do is really to recognize my heart is beating faster my hands are getting sweaty I, my thoughts are getting negative 
because those are some of the, the things that will occur. The next thing is to really take a breath. Breathe in the nose, out of your mouth. Really, truly, it really, really works. The brain is reacting to whatever environmental thing that's going on. And so give it some oxygen and blow as much carbon dioxide when you blow out. Blow it out your mouth. Do that a couple of times. And maybe the next thing to do is to think. Think of every single word and thought before you speak. And sometimes, just like I tell my my little um, kindergartners and my other ch- children who I, that I teach, sometimes you have to step away and just step back and get yourself together and then come back and come up with a plan these things we can say this takes a lot of energy it takes a lot of practice my son is excuse me is attending a small little summer camp they're doing social distancing, wearing masks, washing hands, and everything is wonderful. His first week, now, he has been home. We've been doing the quarantine thing, and we only go out when we need groceries. So he has not been around any children his age since February. Yeah. And so when he first the first week was very exciting for him and remember my son you know he has ADHD and he's doing very well managing it and I'm teaching him about his impulsivities and thing and his you know reminding him okay this is you're doing this and this is part of the ADHD what do you what's, what's your next step and he is just as a smooth clock he'll say I need to calm down or I need to do high five breathing but now he is at a different environment. And what he noticed was there's a lot of noise. And he was reacting to the noise. He, he started to cry. And the good thing about it was he was able to say there was a lot of noise. So instead of reacting to the noise, he had to realize it was the noise that was making him upset. Not the children, not the camp. He was able to, in that instant, recognize what was going on. He then tried to fix it. Some things you have to recognize, some things you can fix, and some things you can't. We're at camp, so camp is fun. So one of the methods that he figured he would do is tell everybody to stop and be quiet. (laughs) Um, The world cannot be quiet. We're living and we're breathing. And uh, so sometimes we have to recognize is what we're asking realistic. And we have to say what else can happen. So I asked if the, if the children are playing ball and you don't want to play ball, what is another option? And he thought about it. He could step away. He could step away from the children that's playing the ball. That's a good idea. So the next 
day. He stepped away, and he said, When I feel myself getting anxious, I do my, my breathing. And he said it helps. If he can do that, and he's eight years old, I think we can do that. Yes, the world is complex. Yes, we have a lot going on. But let's start talking about how we feel. And let's try to put our words in a positive perspective. It's so easy to respond to to the environment and what's going on. You know, say a few swear words here, flipping a few fingers. But is it very satisfying? Does it really change anything? Let's talk next time. This is a very long discussion that we could have for weeks. But let's talk next time. In the meanwhile, remember. Remember, pay attention to how you're responding to the stress. Take a deep breath in your nose, out your mouth. Step away if you need to. Think about what you're going to say. And then have a plan. I look forward to talking to you next time. And we're going to continue our discussion about anxiety. Thank you for joining me in Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. We'll talk to you next time.